Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Alright guys, welcome back. We are back. Oh, and we're black. <laughs> I think you forgot, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Josh, Josh is just not identifying with us this week. <laughs> I'm I'm still going through my bisexual awakening. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know which way is up, which way is down. But I know that we are back and we are black. Okay. Yeah. I do know yeah. that for a fact, even though it took me a second uh, to boot up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I love internet. Speak, man. You know, I'm doing all right. You know, it's been cool. I, I'm, I think I'm really getting the hang of the supervising shit for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like the scheduling, too, because I was so scared to schedule. I don't know why I was scared to schedule because it's simple. But it's just like, I don't know. I've never done it before. So I was real terrified to do it like on my own once the one guy was doing it. Because mm-hmm. even when I got promoted, one of the valets was doing it because he did it for my boss who passed Tom. You know, he was doing it shit. Mm-hmm. So I was so when I took over, I was like, shit, you still want he was like, I can still do the schedule. I'm like, shit, say less. Let's work for me, bitch. <laughs> I ain't paying you though. <laughs> <laughs> make that clear. <laughs> you volunteering. This 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 is on on your resume. <laughs> so, you know, it's been going well. So other than that, you know, I'm pretty happy. Got people hired. The team is looking swell and well. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, got... so it's great, you know, as long as we don't scratch no shit. Because Christmas is coming and I need my schmuck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you... But well, how have you? I know for sure. But how have you been? I've been good. You know, it, it, by the time we're recording this, it's now November, which is crazy to think about. Um, I've just been real busy with with work and a lot of new things on the horizon over mm-hmm. here at Joshua the Wordsmith headquarters. Um. <laughs> So I guess that's all I can say about that. Other, you know, than you know, being in in limbo about my identity every day. It's great. I'm good. Not <laughs> <laughs> being an identity. Do you think you? How you gonna find it though? Hmm. I don't know. I, I think maybe I'm gonna have to eat a pussy. We'll see. <laughs> That's the best advice I can give you. No motherfucker gonna poke up like a little, little baby. <laughs> That's my straight advice for you. Well, you know, I did go as Officer Munch for Halloween. Um, Sheriff Officer Munch for Halloween. Um, Talk about your big gay Halloween. How yes. was that? What? Even though I'm not affiliating with the gays right now. Oh uh, my god. You know, uh you you ever heard you heard that uh that video or that meme that the people do on TikTok is like you fucking African Americans and Mark, but, yeah. but we fucking with Mark because Mark is fucking with us. You know, right yeah. now that's how you it's fucking Queers and Josh. We rock with Josh because Josh is, is rocking with us. Um, anyway, um, no, I had a big gay Halloween, y'all. Uh, don't know how to put it in other terms. Uh, I went dressed as a cowboy, uh, you know, dipped into my, my Western Southern roots, you know, uh, a little... Mm-hmm. Broke back mountain black realness. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, 
it was cool. Um, went out with uh, Antonio, friend of the show, uh, and Sam. Um, and yeah, people, <laughs> uh, you got a little sneak peek uh, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I got a sneak peek. <clears throat> I never, I never envisioned that I would see Antonio's ass. Period. But I never envisioned I would see it this often. Yes, I'm. I'm very sorry. I should. I'd be like, "Who's that?" I'd be like, "What the fuck is it?" Who? Antonio. Oh boy. I, I thought. I thought I, he was one of them Insta thotties. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was about to say this motherfucker got out. As soon as I seen it, I was like, "Here go another motherfucker with the only thing." Yo, I keep telling I keep telling him, uh, you know, he's losing out on money. Anyway, that's not the point of what we're talking about. The point is, um, yeah, I should I should probably put a warning label on all my posts that Antonio is in where his ass is out. So that would be every post. <laughs> Just know if it's a holiday and I'm posting pictures of my friends, Antonio's probably going to be there. And ass is probably going to be on display. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Let him live his best ass life. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, the I think the picture that I posted, um, I've had to start like because I'm asexual when I go to work, right? Meaning, like, people don't know, you know, my personal life when I'm at work, right? Because right, I'm at work right, trying right, to be professional, right. right? Right. Not that I'm ashamed of who I am or anything, just, like, I don't like, if we at work and I'm working with you, I don't like to discuss my life, right? So, uh, with that being said, um, I had to explain this week, not this week, the week after Halloween, I had to explain why there was a bottle of Malibu on my backseat and Antonio's leather skirt on my headrest. Mm. Um, <laughs> because I, I picked up a coworker and they were like, oh, you had fun over the weekend. And I said, you have no idea. So now I think my coworker thinks that not only did I have sex in my car because somebody's skirt was in my car, but mm-hmm. uh, that uh, I also have an alcohol problem. So that's fun. That was my <laughs> <laughs> like n- niggas after like a fun weekend, a fun gay weekend, niggas would just leave anything in my car. I found like an eighth of weed just in my car one time. And I was like, I don't, I don't smoke. Like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> I was about to call you, Vontae. I'm about to be like, come get this shit. Right? Yeah. yeah. And baby. <laughs> but I also like, like, there'll be like glitter and all kinds of things. I'm so tired of affiliating with the gays. I'm tired. Stop, gays, stop leaving things in my car. This is a PSA. Stop leaving things in my car. You're exposing me. Thank you. Um, anyway, so that was, my, that was my Halloween. How was your Halloween? What did you do, Bronte? Oh, let me tell you about my fucking Halloween. I'm glad you, we ain't talked since Halloween for that, have we? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I spent twenty fucking dollars on candy. Huh? Family dollar. I spent twenty fucking dollars. Okay. On on candy at the to- at the family dollar, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we moved to this neighborhood, and you know this is our first year here, and I was like, I want to do motherfucking trick or treating, cause you know it's like a mostly black neighborhood, basically. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I don't know. I ain't never really lived in one for real, for real. Well, that's all right. 
but they usually don't they don't they didn't trick or treat the ones that I led to. I don't know if it was just too ghetto or they just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I felt safe in that area, so who knows? But it's like I brought, so I didn't know what was going to go on over here. So I'm anticipating because I'm seeing all the decorations. I said, oh, they damn show trick or treat out here. And I know it's a shit ton of kids out here because I drive past them. I drive past them every day. Yeah. And you see a bunch of them at the bus stop. You're like, bro, I ain't never seen that many kids at the bus stop in a while. I was like, damn, this bus stop thick. So <laughs> I'm just like, okay, cool. They gonna, I left my door, my light on. I ain't do no decorations because your friend don't do that. So I'm compromising. The right. compromise is I'll pass out candy, but we can't decorate. Wow. Shitty. Shitty, but welcome to marriage. So, but, you know. You live in a real Christian household. I don't think it got nothing to do with them being Christian. They they, they just the people that think that, you, you know, that they're making Skittles look like, but they're fattening all and they're giving them the kids and, you know the girl and the razor blade and the Reezy cup. Yeah, they that's fine. They don't that's fine. They rather do trunk or treat. I said, but if a motherfucker, okay, what is, can't serve. What is trunk or treat? Trunk or treat is where people be in a parking lot and they all sit, they all back their cars in, open the trunk, and stand there, and all the kids go around to get candy. But is that not? Is that not a little more sketchier? Going no, they saying they, they saying it's safer because they do it usually in the daytime. Okay, maybe. So, but I, that's what I. But I'm like, but the motherfucker you don't know still passing out candy. Yeah, because he got a kid, he can't be a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> like so, it's just like that's what I was I like. Get candy out of someone's trunk is a little right because I was like, you know, I'm like telling them, like, when we have kids, I would like my kids to go trick or treating because I grew up trick or treating. I feel like it's a fun experience that everybody else is going, and you're gonna be the odd motherfucker out with no candy. I couldn't eat my candy, I went trick or treating, but I couldn't eat my candy until uh, my parents checked my candy. Right, right, right. Like they, like literally took the bag, and like we'll go through it for like half an hour. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. right. But it wasn't like they were opening mm-hmm. the shit. It was just kind of like they were like squeezing it, making sure it was all right. Because like I think that was back when the rumors of like razor blades and shit was in the candy, right? But right. that didn't, that, that still didn't keep them from <laughs> telling my black ass to go on and go trick or treating. Right. Um, and I think the only time, like my neighborhood growing up, was pretty safe. Um, so like I was able to like go on like a three or four block radius, and but I had to like be back in a certain amount of time. Right. Um, and then if it was still early enough, my dad would take me to another neighborhood, but. Yeah, that was the extent. Of- well, my whole point of the shit is I bought candy and not one motherfucking kid knocked on my fucking door. Damn. And I heard him walk past. I was like, ain't this about a bit? I said, Teresa was like, you know, maybe you got to sit outside now. People don't go to people's doors anymore. I said, boy, that's the whole fucking thing, you ding dong. Right. Well, you keep your you keep your light on, and that's the signal that you can go up to the house, right? Yeah, my light was bright because I went out there to check it. Like, maybe the light. Did you have the door open? Like, no. Y'all, don't y'all have like a glass door outside no. your front door? Oh, nope. Why do I think I don't know? Whose house am I talking about? Not your house. I've never been to Brandon's house. See, you see how I don't affiliate with the gays? <laughs> well, speaking of affiliating, Kanye <laughs> said he's sorry to the black people. He wants to apologize to the niggas. Mm-hmm. This, 
But in his apology, he fucked up. Because this nigga going, how you apologize and still put your foot in your mouth? He going to say, I'm sorry. If I meant, you know, if I meant I didn't mean any harm to my people. I didn't want to try and talk down on my people, blah, blah, blah. Which I kind of knew that he wasn't. He just, he, got, he just got to watch what the fuck he said. But then this is where he got to watch what the fuck he said coming to play. Because this motherfucker said, I now know what it's like to have a knee on my neck. Yeah. I said, because they took your yep. fucking money? Yeah. 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 I said, yeah. I said, but Kanye, I mean, even if you lost all your money, that's nothing like dying. Oh my God. So, like, I don't know. I was just like, oh my God, you're so dumb. But I mean, yeah, he did apologize. But mm, I had a real conversation. I had a conversation with like my dad and my stepmom, mm-hmm. and they was like, and I was just saying like, I want, I'm not gonna hold a grudge against Kanye, or you know what I mean. I said I can forgive him for what he said because everybody says fucked up shit, <laughs> but. Then they was arguing me down, talking about, see, that's what's wrong, Blackie. We just always quick to forgive somebody when they do something wrong. And I was like, I mean, like, glad you're not God. I said, that's what's wrong with us. Mm. We don't ever want to, I said, we can't never fucking forgive each other. I said, he fucked up. We all gonna fuck up. I said, we will fuck up. I said, do you know how many, how many, I said, do you know how much more you will be labeled to fuck up if you were on social media and everybody followed you? Yeah. Really paid attention to you? I said, everybody say what they wouldn't do until you're there. I'm like, bro, it's been every celebrity. It's not been one celebrity that got a perfect slate. Every celebrity did some bullshit. Right, because everybody's human. We get that. Exactly. So I get that. And so I'm just like, damn. Like, I'm not saying cut out some slack, but I'm like, yeah, make him pay for it. Like, maybe we, I'm not going to buy his shoes no more, but I still listen to his music. That shows, like, a, I feel like a, a level of forgiveness. Like, you know, I ain't done with him all the way, but if I buy some shoes, them shoes going to have to be on sale. Maybe that's a better example. But I think this goes back to... I think this goes back to just what I said last time about the whole Kanye situation on our last episode was that, you know, I think that again, I I really do, I think Kanye is a genius, right? In some ways. I But mm-hmm. I just think he's one of those people who get so wrapped up in like his feelings, right? That he doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. monitor what he is saying. Right. And so once again, the intention, right, right, was to apologize about what he said and, and his actions. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the execution was I now know how it feels to have a uh, a knee on my neck. Bruh. <clears throat> You could have stopped and I'm sorry, right? But here you go again, over talking, right? And again, we wouldn't have nothing to talk about, Kanye, if you didn't say something, Kanye. So stop saying shit, Kanye. That is my whole thing. I'm like, Kanye, I just feel like certain celebrities, once they get to a certain status, right? You don't have to comment and move and shake on every single thing, right? Like, if some, and and mind you, people are going to talk. Duh. That's what people do, right? That's what we do. We have a podcast, right? Right. We're talking about the shit, right? Mm -hmm. But guess what? When you continue to say things, we continue to talk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, 
I, I don't I don't want to silence Kanye, but I just want Kanye to have a little bit more of a filter. And I think <laughs> I think his situation will get better as he continues to use that filter. Right. And that's just right. that's that's my only thing. Um the spinoff thing off of this that I do want to address um, is all of these people, these white, these extreme right-wing people who are coming out with the anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic um, messaging, right? Yeah. Um, saying, you know, going to highways and projecting on buildings and say like buying ads that say Kanye was right about the Jews. My message to you is to shut the fuck up. Stop first of all, first of all, stop trying to use this black man, right? Uh -huh. To push your message of hate. All right. If you want to believe whatever you want to believe about the Jews, that is fine. It's also based in 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 something that is not fact, right? Right. But do not tie this black man and have this black man be the catalyst for your hateful message, right? That's what I have a problem with, right? Because there's plenty of other people who who agree with Kanye, right? Or not? I'm sorry. Who agree with the anti-Semitic bullshit that you're talking about, right? But until Kanye said something, y'all was silent. But now that Kanye done said something, oh, it's a big thing. Shut the fuck up. Stop using black people as your scapegoat. All right? We are not your scapegoat for everything. Right? I just, I, I, I just, I really hate that shit. Right? I just, I hate that they like to take things from black people and twist it and make it into something else. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I feel like that's what those people are doing. Um, and it's sick. So stop. Uh, and that's yeah. all I got to say about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about Kyrie next week. Okay. Can I add For one sure. more? Can I add one more news story to the docket? Sure. Since we're on the topic of of race and stuff. Uh -huh. Um. So I don't know if you heard about this incident that came out of the University of Kentucky. Uh -oh. Okay. So long story short, uh, down at the University of Kentucky, I think maybe close to Halloween weekend or whatever um, or homecoming weekend for them uh, a, a white girl, a senior came back mm -hmm. to the um, came back to one of the dorms drunk as fuck mm -hmm. right um, and there happened to be a black girl who was working the, uh, the desk in the dorm overnight mm -hmm. And obviously she was so intoxicated that she was like tripping over herself. She was in danger to herself, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. So as an RA, the lady is doing what she, the black lady is doing what she's supposed to do. Right. And is trying to help, honestly trying to help this girl. Right. Mm -hmm. She is sitting there calling this girl the N word with the hard R. Right. Mm -hmm. over and over and over again in mm -hmm. this like three minute video right um like totally cussing her out like calling her a dirty n-word a disgusting n-word a monkey n-word all like yes like like and using it very hard right mm -hmm. so of course she got dragged on social media the white girl did, right? And then people started pressing charges. The girl went to jail, right? Her parents had to bail her out of jail, right? 
but basically she's getting removed from the college, X, Y, Z, right? The stuff that's supposed to happen. Um, and in a statement that this white girl gave out, right, was yeah, that yeah. she didn't know what she was saying because she was drunk. Hmm. Now, I've been drunk quite a few times, but that does not make me a hardcore racist. I've been drunk with white <laughs> Unfortunately, I've been drunk with white people quite a few times. Right. And that does not make those people automatically racist. You, my friend, you, that, that was in you before the intoxication got into you. All right? Before all them spirits jumped inside of you, that was already in you. And here you are using it on this girl, right? Attacking mm -hmm. her for trying to help you. Right? Where was Molly and Sally and Hannah when you was tore the fuck up? So I don't know. And so now this the the black girl has like, you know, she's obviously been heavily affected by this incident, right? Mm -hmm. the black community down uh, at the University of uh, at the University of Kentucky is now speaking out about all these racist incidents that have happened um, in relation to this, and this mm -hmm. is the first real time that the University of Kentucky is open to having conversations about race. Mind you, we talking about University of Kentucky, we talk about Kentucky, a red ass state, right? Mm -hmm. um, where a lot of people, uh, white people in the South go, right? Mm -hmm. And the black community at, at University of Kentucky basically is saying, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is what we get for going to a PWI, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means, but you know, the white institution, university, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But no, this is the important thing is that these racist incidents happen everywhere, right? Um, Because guess what? America is the predominantly white institution that we all live in. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, it is these incidents have to happen for uh, for conversations to start. Um, and I just, you know, I think my mind is with the the students down in you know, uh, UK, but. Uh, right. Yeah, I hope they definitely address some of the racist things that are going on on campus. And I hope this sparks other universities to have conversations about racist incidents on campus as well. Um, mm -hmm. Because this girl could have genuinely just got a pat on the back. You know, she, you know, they could have said, oh, well, she." they could have took her excuse and be like, oh, yeah, she was drunk. She didn't know what she was doing. Like, nah. Nah, right? Let's call it spade a spade. It was a racist incident. Um, yeah, because what the fuck was you drinking that brought that brought that made you go to nigger? Right? Why was you thinking? Why was you thinking nigger? Why? Exactly. Like why was that on the forefront? It sounds like you were mad at a black person already, and then you got drunk, and then shit came out. What you really mm -hmm. want to say? You could have called her a hoe, a bitch. Anyhow, yeah, like, like you just saying, oh, nigga, nigga, like yeah. what? That don't even sound right. Like, come on, bro. It doesn't. It doesn't. Make it make sense. Right. Well, speaking of white, speaking of somebody white trying to do crazy shit, um, so a British man interviewed with some uh pod, some type of podcast something. And it was actually a black woman that interviewed him. Okay. 
And he was saying how he is transracial. He said he's transracial. Where he identifies, you know, as another race. He said he lived in, he said he had a job and he lived in Korea for a year. And he loved their culture, he loved everything about it. So he decided that he was going to uh, change his uh, race. Huh? So he got more, he got plenty of surgeries done to, huh? to look more Korean. Yeah, he got surgeries done to try to look more Korean and says, and, and the black girl, she was just like, well, I'm sorry to tell you that you're not Korean. And I was like, damn. I mean, honestly, she, she just blatantly said she was like, "You'll never be Korean. Yeah. No matter what you do, you're still a British man." Yeah. And he was just like, "Well, nobody can tell me what I am. I was spending money on looking Korean. I, I, I do, I do everything with, I do everything by their culture. I love K-pop and 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 some what type of what K drama and some mm -hmm. shit." And he was just like, you know, so yeah, that's a, I guess that's gonna be a thing now. No, well, first of all, let's not, let's not make it a thing because it's not gonna be a thing. Cause I'm gonna date that shit right now, okay? The black girl told you, told him right. No, you are never gonna be Korean. Now. If you would like to go over to Korea and switch your citizenship over to Korea, yeah, you would be a Korean Britishman or whatever that fuck that nationality would be, right? But you would not be the race of Asian or and or Korean, right? Like that is not a thing. And white people, this is what I want to remind you of, in case you forget. Mm -hmm. Um, you can appreciate other cultures without taking it on for yourself and having it be your whole identity. Right. Oh, I know that. I know that shook a couple of you. Okay, there's a couple of bitches out here with dreads that that Vante got me taking pictures with that that might be shook. Okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah, not not every culture is of your own, right? Bro. I love Bad Bunny. Every time I hear a Bad Bunny song, it makes me want to go throw ass, right? I want to the fuck, right? You don't see me uh ordering Rosetta Stone and learning Spanish. Uh, and and wanting to fucking <laughs> claiming that I'm fucking Latino? No, I'm not. I'm not doing that, right? Because why would I? I yeah. can have an appreciation for something. I can like something of another mm -hmm. culture without it being without me taking and honestly black facing that culture, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what I. That's what I picture in my head. If you are going through all that work to have surgeries and things to make you look, quote unquote, more Korean, right? There might be something wrong with you, boo. You might hate, you might hate yourself. And mm. that's something that I can't dig into for you. Maybe a therapist would be best. Okay. Um. But again, you can love something, have an appreciation for something. You know how many niggas grew, like I grew up around who are in love with Japanese culture, right? Who are like, like just like head over heels for like anime and 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 Asian food and all kinds of shit, right? Like cool, but none of them niggas are like, yeah, I'm Asian. <laughs> I'm I'm transracial. That that shit does not exist. It doesn't exist. So we're not gonna make it exist because it does not 
it it's not only cultural appropriation, but it is um it is openly like mocking people of that culture. So let's mm. let's not do that. Let's not do that. Right? Yeah. Well speaking of mocking, what's going on with Taylor Swift? Okay, so I'm on the fence about this topic because, <laughs> as the world knows, I am a Swifty. Um, however, here we go. So, Taylor Swift uh, has come out with her latest album, Midnights, and has recently also announced her tour. Uh, the Eras tour because uh, but because of the pandemic um, her last tour got cancelled and since then she's released like four or five albums right so there are little eras of Taylor Swift's discography that we haven't got to see live yet Um, so the fandom is excited about that and so with that uh, Taylor has released like two or three music videos. One of the music videos uh, that she released is called Antihero, um, in which she is literally like, there's the the main hook of the song is, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Yeah, that. Um, and it's all about how like, your biggest enemy is yourself and your own thoughts, right? And that's what the song is about. And so she shows all of these instances in the music video of like her own thoughts. Like she was like, um, sometimes I think everybody is sexy and I'm the monster on the hill. Like, she, And she's literally like a giant, a giant mm. in a room full of, you know, tiny people, right? Yeah which could be perceived as, oh, like, you know, I think I'm so tall, like, people get intimidated, right? Type shit, right? Right. Um, And so there's a 30-second or maybe even a 20-second clip in the video where she steps on a scale and looks down at uh, the scale. Um, And it's, like, it's her, like, the regular her, and then it's, like, supposed to be, like, the, the mean version of her. The, mm-hmm. the one that's always like casting self-doubt and shit looking at the scale yeah. too and it all it says is there's no numbers on the scale it just turns to fat right mm. and so people have taken that 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 clip and are trying to label Taylor as fat phobic right Hmm. And from what I've seen, it is mainly uh, fat white girls who are coming up with this this theory. Um, let's, let's be honest. Sure, you should. Um. However, like I I see where they're coming from, where they're like. Oh, you're like, I don't care if it's your inner thoughts, like your your biggest fear is looking like me. And what is that supposed to say to a girl like me? But my stance on it is a little different. And it's not just because I'm a fan, but I'm more so like I think there's more so a conversation about body image in general because had it been Lizzo who who did this right mm-hmm. like like we would be having a totally different conversation around it right mm-hmm. right like like right. honestly like if 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 it was a bigger person who had stepped on this scale and it turned to fat we would be having a totally different conversation oh my gosh look at how um how how brave they are to 
to look and and no matter what they do they're going to be labeled fat oh my god right but because right. this is a skinny person and because it's taylor swift right and because her inner thoughts are more so like oh my gosh like i'm so fat i hate my body today or whatever the case may be oh you're phobic mm-hmm. like no let's be clear about what being phobic is right phobic means that you don't fuck with it like you are you want to avoid it you're scared of it you don't understand (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) you are prejudiced against it right like there is a phobia of that thing. You are scared of that thing, right? Therefore, you act a certain way about that thing, right? That's why there is homophobia, transphobia, right? Fat phobia is a thing, right? Where you are afraid of or othering someone for being fat. She is not openly othering someone. You white girl at home. (laughs) She is not othering you. This is a personal battle within herself that she is having with body image. And if you can't understand that in the context of the rest of the video and the song itself. How interesting. (laughs) I think you are projecting your own insecurities and your own thoughts and maybe your own opinions of of how you view your body onto Taylor Swift because this is something that you can latch onto. But I don't necessarily think that Taylor herself is phobic um it just doesn't it doesn't make sense um yeah i don't think she's fat phobic i mean i don't know but i see how the girls can like i see how somebody could take it like that but i feel like it's kind of reaching because i'm like i feel like even if you're skinny everybody's if you've been at a certain weight that you like and you start going above it, I mean, you're going to think you're fat. And so, you know, that could be like an alter ego thing, like I'm the fat mean bitch or some shit. I don't know. Well, and there's people who have eating disorders or who are anorexic, right? Mm -hmm. Like who view their bodies in different ways. And who are we to judge others about how they feel about their body, right? It's their body, you know? And you're just upset. I I, I just feel like you're making yourself upset for a reasonable, like, idea and cause, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes, you should be upset about actual fat phobia, but this here is not is not that. Um, so yeah. So that's kind of what's going on with Taylor. Um what about have you we're gonna have to take a, a little bit of a turn here. So <laughs> Obviously, over this week, um, there's been a lot of news of death recently, um, but today we wanted to highlight the the death of Takeoff from Migos. Um, Vante, do you want to go ahead and, and take and announce this story? Yeah, so Takeoff and Quavo, as you know, they've been... They are nep- uncle and nephew. Take off his Quavo's nephew. The other 
one of the other uh member of the group, the Migos. And um they were in Houston. Just I don't know what they were doing in Houston, but they were there. And I guess they it was just late. They was at some bowling alley. Or they just left the bowling alley or something. And somehow some argument came out. Some argument happened. They were playing dice and then they were arguing about bas- a basketball game or something. And then one next thing you know, somebody's going to go somebody and then and shots rang out. Now, takeoff, they meet, once the shots rang out, you could just see him just drop. Mm. So, like, we don't – so he was struck, I think, two times, one in the head, like one in another part of his body, maybe in the neck. And so he was basically literally – and a nurse came out, supposedly. Some nurse ran over and tried, did, basically did everything she could. Yes, and, yeah, and she said Quavo was just like, please save him. You know, he was just distraught. And people that even said that he passed out after seeing that shit or something. So it was just – yeah, it was real bad, man. But RIP to take off, man. I mean, well, another black on black crime, unfortunately. And it's just like, damn. I mean, even though, I mean, I feel bad for him, but, you know, it's just sad. And it's just like, I think we were talking about another rapper who was shot just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, PNB uh, Rock. Yeah, like a Roscoe's chicken and waffles, like, and it's just like, it's getting ridiculous, y'all. It's getting ridiculous. It's been ridiculous, but it's getting ridiculous that every other week we are talking about another rapper, another black man being gunned down over some bullshit, over some bullshit, and I just feel like. I don't know. It's it's just got to stop, but I just really want to like say to the people who are doing this, is it worth it? Like, because now you have to live with the idea that you have taken somebody's life, right? Because yeah. they disrespected you or whatever the case may be, right? But at the end of the day, you get to go home to your family you get to, you know, you get to wake up each morning, right? Mm-hmm. I just, it has, to, it has to stop, y'all. It has to stop. RIP takeoff. Uh, and my thoughts and prayers are just with his family and those who knew him, knew him best, you know? And, um, and with his fans, you know, I, I just think that, like, we 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 like to forget that like these people have followings and that like they may have really affected people's lives, right? So, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with everybody who cares about takeoff. Right, right. Takeoff, his family. I mean, Quavo. I gotta think. And Offset. I mean, he was the one. Yeah, Offset too, and he was the one arguing. So it's just like, imagine how he feel. Not only did he see his nephew get killed, he kind of escalated or led to the shit happening. So what? imagine what he thinking. Like, damn, if I wouldn't even argue with these niggas about nothing, my nigga still be here. Or damn, why they ain't, why, why I didn't push him or something? You know, why I didn't grab him? Like, imagine what he feel. And imagine that just playing in your mind. It's the last thing. That's the last time he saw his nephew fucking dead. Like that, it'd be different if you just seen him in the casket. Like you witnessed everything. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be fucked up for a long time. He's really gonna need therapy. So it's and I mean, then on the business side, shit, they had just released the album. They ain't even gonna go on tour. Yeah, they did just. So that shit good. They just and it was just the two of them, wasn't it? It was yeah. just it was just Quavo and Takeoff. Yeah, because some beef going on with the Migos. Don't nobody know what it is, but 
Like right. He's trying to say it might be something with Cardi B, but you know, it ain't nothing to prove. But it's, it's not, no, it's no proof. It's not like the, it's a, I hope that shit gets squashed because I hope Offset yeah. and Quavo are able to come together. Over. Man, I won't. I would see why they would. I just think. I think maybe the group is starting to grow apart because groups don't usually last this long. This is a long ass time for them to I last. Mean, they, they, have do, the they have dominated. They have dominated the rap group thing for a while. So I think they're the best rap, rap group. Probably rap group. The young shit. They the best young rap millennial rap group. I think. But they might also be doing, I mean, they might also be record breaking. We just don't know. You know? Uh, they ain't going to glorify what the fuck niggas do. But, um, RIP take on, man. I mean, shit. Unfortunately, this ain't going to be the last time we got to report this shit. It's unfortunate, but I don't know. We just got to get our shit together. But, I know we was going to do another segment, but I know you. We could probably save it. Yeah, go we'll save it for next week. You know, we got we got some things cooking for you guys. Uh, make sure that you like, favorite, subscribe to the podcast. All the all the things that you could do to the podcast, uh, and send us an email at letloosepodcast at gmail We would love to hear from you. We we give great advice if you have not heard. Uh, send us an "Am I the asshole?" Uh, we love doing those <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you would like to be on the show, you know, send us send us an email as well. We would love to have guests on the show uh, and be able to talk with you guys. Uh, Vante, where can the people find you? You know, y'all can find me at um, DJ Cannon ninety three on Instagram, Vante Cannon two on TikTok, and King Cannon. 93 on snap. Okay. Yep. So where can people find you, Zell? You can find me at Joshua Wordsmith on all the things, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, (laughs) I don't have any other particular announcements other than things are cooking over at Joshua Wordsmith Labs. Uh, obviously, as always, check out Devontae's other podcast, uh, the Messy Bestie podcast. Apparently, they be getting real, real messy over there. Uh, real messy. <laughs> uh, we need to have, we need to have Sarah back as a guest on the podcast. Um, and with that being said, Vontae hit us with the outro, man. We want to thank y'all. Y'all were just listening to another episode of Let Me Move. We're And Jack. 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 All right, y'all.